So here we are. This is this is the amazing Greg Hawkins, the owner of Kinetic Multisports, like the supreme deity in the art and mastering of triathlon. And I haven't had any beer, and I'm talking like this. What oh my heck? gosh! Yeah, <laughs> we can change that. <laughs> really fascinating and interesting about your work you know how you got into triathlon how you've developed such uh, the largest operating triathlon company in the United States it's pretty amazing yeah where do you want to start where where you started okay so uh, I grew up just north of here in Lancaster Pennsylvania uh, um, near Amish country I'm not Amish but uh, you know, you used to have to wrestle those guys in high school, and that was pretty tough. Oh, my God. But yeah, so strong. Oh, my God. <laughs> so strong. It was brutal. Um, but anyways, yeah, so I, I ran cross-country and track in high school, and I was a, a lifeguard, so I had the swimming piece down, and then, um, you know, didn't have a car, so I just rode my rode my bike everywhere. Uh, really got into bike riding my senior year, because my buddy that used to give me a, a ride to school in my junior year, he left. And so I was like, oh, I'm not going to be a senior and drive, you know, take the bus. So I was like, I'm going to drive, I'm going to ride my bike. But it was awesome because I enjoyed it and I loved being outside. I was a, you know, a big, big outdoor, you know, sports person riding to school in the, you know, all four seasons. If there was, you know, it didn't matter if there was snow or just, you know, rain, I'd, I'd ride with my buddy. Oh, Dave Walls my school, gosh. But put on all my gear and put on my, you know, my Walkman and put on some psych up music and just you know, <laughs> ride five miles to school. I used to think it was so far, oh but, my you know, gosh. just ride my mountain bike to school and then go to school, do your thing, have practice, whatever, then ride, ride home. Then I saw an ad for a triathlon, did my first race, the Northeast Triathlon in 1995 in Northeast Maryland. And a guy, Brad Yeager from uh, Triathlantic, uh, put that on and I ended up getting third in my age group. And wow. dude, I was hooked. I was hooked because I was always like, you know, I wasn't a terrible athlete, you know, but I, I was always a, you know, I ran top five. I mean, four or five on the cross country team. So I wasn't like super fast. I wasn't terrible. I was a decent pole vaulter, but not great. Yeah. Wow. Decent two miler, not wow. great. Uh, I was really strong. I uh, won a powerlifting competition at the school. I was wow. the strongest guy pound My for pound. Well, I'm, I'm short. I'm like five seven. I was like a buck forty at the time. Um, threw up two forty, weighing one forty, and so I, you know that was you know that's a lot. You know, it's for a little guy in high school. But yeah, it just was always super active. Just love the physicality of it. When I did the triathlon and came in third, I was like, wow, this is awesome. And, you know, I drank the Kool-Aid and just for, <laughs> no. you know, years after that, just it was riding my bike all the time. I probably would have got a lot better grades in, in college if I wasn't training so much. Because I just, you know, I linked up with some guys in college. We would just, we'd swim the Wrightsville Beach Banks Channel before, wow, you know, in gosh. the morning before yeah. class or going out on group rides. And then I ended up getting a, a job at a bike shop, local bike shop, two-wheeler dealer. Shout out to Jim Mincher. Worked there and we do like Tuesday, Thursday group rides out of the shop and oh, then long rides on the weekends. And just, just I just loved logging miles. Just kept doing that. One guy I, I knew from, uh, he was the assistant swim coach at UNC Wilmington, Ben Nigro. And he worked with a guy, Bill Scott, who was a local race promoter, and we could race for free if we would help him pack up the original Option C program. Oh my gosh! Wow. And, uh, that's, yeah, that's really it was cool. awesome. So then we, you know, started racing a ton more, help him pack up, and then that led into a part-time job that I had for, 
you know, seven or eight years through college and, you know, my first five years out of school as I was working as a chemist would do that. You know, I'd work, I mean, I'd work 15, 18, 20 weekends a year working races because my wife was in medical school. So right. she's, you know, <laughs> she, she's otherwise occupied. Even some of the weekends she had off, she would, she would come and, you know, we'd work a lot of races together. Oh my gosh. And, that's um, so cool. Yeah. 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 And so then just one thing led to another. There you are. Yeah, 20, you know, so I mean, I've literally been putting up bike racks in transition areas for like 27 years. No, I mean, 26 that, years, a long time, since 97. I've been working races since 97. That is a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so what, tell me, what is the major motivation? I mean, what, what keeps you going in this? Because I know it's hard. The athletes, the joy, the, the, uh, uh, the stories of triumph and overcoming adversity. I know it's amazing. You, you talk to somebody that's lost two hundred pounds, you oh know, in a year. Remember like that, that guy, guy from oh Smithfield? Gosh, you know, or people that have you know come back from cancer and like you oh know this this keeps me sane. That the you know are people that have struggled with addiction for years and then training is their new drug, and it's just a wonderful community of people. Oh, it really, it, and yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, I was talking to Don about unique thing about the sport and and the way you manage it is really really incredibly unique i mean it's it's not basketball it's not baseball it's not football that's something the whole family is like a part of it yeah they can be yeah absolutely yeah cool but how does it affect your family life <laughs> it's hard it's hard you know being being on the road 21 weekends a year is not ideal but uh we're used to it as a family. Yeah, We're used sure. to the rhythm. You know, you, you can't look at every job has its shit sandwich that you got to choke down every now and again. And that's yeah. just, that's just, that's just part of it. But you, I, I, we really try to focus on the benefits when my kids were younger and I'm home, I'm working out of the house during the week and during the week, I'm, I'm taking them, taking them to school. I'm picking them up during the week. I'm, you know, I can rearrange my schedule to chaperone field trips take them to tutoring or some lessons or just whatever, yeah, cool. you know? And so to have that, you know, being a self-employed individual and having that, that flexibility, I think you have to focus on the positives yes. for sure. Um, versus on the negatives. I've had jobs where I was commuting 90 miles each way to work back and forth. And you're like, Oh my gosh, like that's crazy. And people are like, Oh my gosh, you drive five hours from your home to wherever. I'm like, well, <laughs> but I only have to do that. What, you know, on the weekends, it's, you know, every, everything balances out, everything balances out. So on, on the whole, it's, it's, a, it's been, it's been positive. It's, it's tough being around as much as I would like to on the weekends. You know, I don't have much of a social life back in, back in my hometown because the weekends where everybody's grilling out and having barbecues and getting together like I know do you want to do a trail run at 5 a.m. on a Tuesday with a headlamp on because that's when I'm available like you know I've, I have a very small circle of friends that actually want you know, that actually want to do that I can count I could I could lose two fingers on this hand and there's a very small small circle of people gotcha. shout gotcha. out to Ryan Butler oh my gosh uh, yeah, huh? yeah. Yeah. Wow, well, well, cool. You know, you do what you can. I'm trying to figure a way to slide into this. The characteristic, I mean, your personality to me is just totally unique. And uh, I mean, I spent a lot of years in management development and training, and, and it's like you're a totally unique guy. So, 
How, what do you see in that part of your development and training that, that makes you successful? I, I think a lot of it is just uh, making people feel welcome. I think a lot of churches do a really good job. Yes. with that you know you'll have the welcome tent and you know and, and don don really helps with this you know with like the first time triathletes and identifying those people like hey we oh see gosh. you you're a first time triathlete welcome and just letting people know that like you don't you don't I mean you think about it it's like you know, no one starts at the elite level oh, you know no, everybody right. starts somewhere for for anything you know but just letting people hey welcome we're happy you're here we know you're probably terrified you probably have to poop but <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it's just hey welcome like we've all been there and you know if you have any questions just just let us know and like yeah and you just bring that stress level down like it like you know hey it's not normandy like it's you're right dude, it's a triathlon you're like right. you're gonna you're breaking into chunks you're gonna swim you're gonna probably have a really long transition then you're gonna bike and you're gonna probably come off the bike and your legs gonna be really tired and then you're gonna go run and then you're gonna be done and you're gonna be a triathlete, yeah, you know, but, just one step at a time. But it's not, I mean, I don't get any sense that that's a technique for you, but that some part of you really cares for the people they're racing. I do, I do. I mean, I want I, I want people to have a good time. It's like throwing a party at your house. You right. know, you, th you throw a dinner party and you know, you, you wanna always have an eclectic mix of people there. Like you don't wanna invite, you know, all businessmen just like, oh, they're just gonna talk about business. You wanna have like an artist, you wanna have a businessman, you wanna have a maybe an athlete, you wanna have like a, a, diverse, a scientist, you wanna have a diverse mix of people there. And and I think we've done a really good job of oh, that. Yes, really. And again, just making people feel welcome and you, we've got our regulars. You know, it's like we're cheers with spandex. You know yeah. what I mean? And and on bikes, and it's 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 oh my it's gosh, just man. a wonderful community, and yeah, it really is. Just wanting to foster that community and just continue to grow that, because I don't want to I don't want to have a community that I wouldn't want to be a part of. Yeah, you're right. And I I, I love people and I, I love this community i'm very energized it's very energizing when yes. i'm here yes when i go home <laughs> maybe this is also why i don't have a lot of friends like i'm just like i got my family got my dog and like <laughs> psh, like it's a very small circle because yeah. i need to, i need that time to recharge exactly like i'll i'll have these rides home and you know sometimes eight ten hours and it's just like quiet like should i listen to a podcast like no i'm just gonna <laughs> Drink a cup of coffee and drive in silence. You know, the first triathlon I did with the, with Kinetic, I don't know, 15 years ago, I don't know how long ago it was. But, I mean, I never had the experience doing an event or running or racing until I was in an event. I think it was, I think it was Smith Mountain Lake. And, I mean, you didn't, you didn't know who I was, mm -hmm. except this old guy racing. But, but I came out of the water and you were sitting on a hollered out go brian warner i'm just like i was shocked how does this guy know who i am and he's encouraged me to, to raise i mean it was to me it was astounding i kind of got on the bandwagon about this whole deal of encouragement and triathlons and it's just amazing to see how yeah. people support and encourage each other yeah and you know it's it's funny like i'll i'll generally meet a couple of new athletes every every race sometimes man for, for whatever reason just how my brain is wired like they just stick like their name sticks it's just for i i, I don't i don't know why 
but you know, I'll just yeah, you know, I'll see calm. him. I'll see him six months later, and I'm like, oh hey, Marcian, you we talked after the Marsh uh, Creek Triathlon, oh and you done your first thing, and you were terrified, and oh my gosh, now look at you, you took you know thirty minutes off your your race time, or it's see just, that kind of communication changes people's lives. It does. Yeah, it really does. And it, I mean, I think, and again, making somebody feel welcome and have a positive race experience, especially if it's their first one and they were terrified, and you go from being terrified to being elated. I know, it's and amazing. It, it takes that, and, and and the hope is like, yeah, if you've got the the sport that they've come to know and to love and it's an energizing and just such a wonderful healthy lifestyle oh my sport. gosh oh yeah i just love advocating for that but then it's you know hey what does that what else is that going to translate to in their lives exactly like, you know, right. they've overcome this like oh my god i, I did a triathlon and it's like what else can i do no, no you're you right. know you know it's that mind you're hoping you and I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not a guru or anything like that. But you're, you're hoping that, like, you know, hey, this is a positive thing in these people's lives, and you never know what other battles they're fighting that they can, this exactly can help them overcome. Exactly right. So, oh my God, that's I, awesome. I, I've always felt like this is this is where God has called me to be. Yes. Like this is this is this is my lane. This is for whatever reason the the gifts have kind of all between circumstances and life events and just how I'm wired. This is you find out what you're good at and you just keep doing more of it. Yes, and yes. just that's kind of been the iteration. Yes, over the years. I and, know. Um, it's amazing, Greg. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. You know the the epic mental health question is both need to answer like who am i where did i come from mm -hmm. where am i going and i think you've got that down <laughs> yeah it's, it's, some days more than others <laughs> so I think, I think oh my gosh that's really cool greg yeah what would be your recommendation to someone thinking about doing a triathlon for the first time I would say, uh, you know, find one that's relatively flat. <laughs> yeah. Maybe start with the pool swim triathlon. Like I think about, you know, the number the number of first timers we had at Smithfield oh my this gosh, year yeah, out of really like five hundred athletes. You know, we had like one hundred seventy five first time triathletes. Amazing. That's, it's perfect. Hey, you're gonna swim six laps in the pool. You're gonna do a ten mile bike and a five k run. Boom. Like you're you're done in an hour and fifteen minutes, you know, maybe an hour and a half at the at the at the later end right. of that, and that's a great introduction to the sport and figuring out like, do I like it? You know, like I borrowed a bike for my first for my first triathlon. Like I borrowed my buddy's road bike, and, you know, wearing tennis shoes, and you know, just oh my gosh, yeah. and, it, and it's just like you don't need to go out and spend tens no. of thousands of dollars on 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 new kit and gear. No, you know, no. just it's get out there and do it. You know, if you can, I tell folks like if you can if you know how to swim, you don't to be a good swimmer but if you if you have the ability to, to run a five five or a 10k you probably have the general fitness to sure to do it and to just you know take the first step and get registered maybe find a training group take you know take a couple of swim lessons learning how to swim in open water to make that transition from the uh, pool swim triathlon to uh and open water because you know a lot of folks do struggle with the, the swim and, yes, and sighting really. in the buoys yes. and maybe yes. there's some chop of getting getting comfortable in the open and the yeah, open water sure. is, is huge so yeah i'm i spent a lifetime in mental health fields and i i think the triathlon for me is like the most astounding event that anybody can participate in mm -hmm. and get interested in I yeah really, i really think so for their family personal 
Yeah. Just great. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite parts about the sport is like the first mile of the run coming off the bike because I've always been a, a much stronger cyclist than a, in any of the other disciplines. Just the way your legs feel. <laughs> you get off the bike and you start running you're like, oh my God, what was I thinking? <laughs> you I know, just have I to know. gut through it and, you know, yeah. cycling through it and, and, and yeah, exactly. learning how to run off and, you know, just learning how to persevere through that discomfort. Oh yeah, really? You know, but that's, that's another whole whole challenge that's kind of really unique and interesting yeah yeah really but it's is. applicable to anything sure it is like working through discomfort like oh i don't want to do this yeah. whatever <clears throat> task and just oh it's gonna suck you just I gotta really. dig through it and once you get started it's yeah, cool. generally okay so should pe- people should come up and say hello to you when they come to events of course right? yeah 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 absolutely greg hawkins see the guy up there there he is go talk to him yeah He's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you think so. I appreciate that, Brian. You're no, pretty cool really as well. Right. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What else? You know, I think that triathlon, if people, one of the reasons I love the sport so much is that if you, if you consistently swim, bike, run, you know, just, just the general training for triathlon, people, I think, tend to overcomplicate it a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And, and you can get as, you can get as into the sport as you want to like you can dial down into the details you can get a coach you can get a bike fit sure. you can get a, a a run gate analysis and you can do all these things oh, but you don't have really. to you don't have to do it all at once no i've never had any of those things done to be quite honest with I'm you the same yeah <laughs> i was racing on a 20 year old bike until it was stolen off my back porch like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I had a 99 dollar walmart road bike and yeah. i raced on that when we came down here i had it for a long time yeah. a lot of miles on it raced on it when we came down here yeah for three years it was great yeah and you know things that one of the things that's kept me in the sport for so long is that i like using that fitness that you garner yes. that you gain from swimming biking or and just the the, yes. the the holistic resiliency exactly. of the body exactly that when you if you know you've got a torn rotator cuff or something like that you can you can cycle more or you can you know you can do more running or if you've got you know issues with your knees you can do more cycling and then you just kind of gut out the occasional race to to stay motivated and stay part of the community yes. Yes. but just the just the fitness that it it, it gives you oh, to then incredible. when you're going rock climbing or skiing or pat, you know on a paddling yes, exactly, trip or something like exactly. that like, like you're man you're 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 ready, you're ready. yeah it's right yeah it's cool. like you got to help really a friend is. move yeah dude get the triathlete over here because he's going to move boxes for like seven hours and he's going to be like going strong all day yes which is really yes. which is really great yes. it really is um, really is oh my gosh oh i th- you know it's an incredible sport i mean i don't there's there's nothing else yeah that i'm aware that's like yeah. it and you know i i love coming out to a place like rock hall or lake anna or culpepper or any of these other places and it's it's a i like the artistry of it of building the race site it's like a sculpture greg Greg. so that's the other piece gosh we haven't talked about that that you are you're gifted at kind of creating these events at places that really are really amazing they are it's not a city street. <laughs> no, no. And I used, I mean, I loved, I, I would love just going out and 
you know, I take a long weekend from from work and just go out with a with a an atlas, you know, before you know back in back in the day before Google Earth, just <laughs> you know, circle little bodies of water on the map, and I would just drive these little back roads and just find venues, and maybe they would work out, maybe they wouldn't. And they don't work out, and you put a line through them and you go on to the next one, but just but literally working my sure, way across I mean, the state. That you discovered Rock Hall that way. Yep. And Rock Hall has turned yep. into this incredible event, really. Oh, yeah. You know, Williamsburg, found Williamsburg, Williamsburg Culpepper. Wow, Culpepper. Know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these, you know, this is like, you know, 20, almost 20 years ago, just calling up the mayor and be like, hey, I think this would be a great place for a triathlon, but you can't swim in the lake. He was a, a former Green Beret. And he's, I was like, what do you think about a triathlon? And the mayor's like, I think that's a great idea. Let's make that happen. You know, I had to present in front of the city council and, and all that stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, it's yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, a lot, to me, a lot of these events are like riding through landscape that's artwork. Yeah. It really is. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's just especially a place here like in rock hall you know oh, it's yeah. like you know spring it's everything is lush but then you come back in the fall yes. and it, <laughs> our soybeans are set like the, so the various corn. crops oh my gosh amazing. yeah and amazing. it's like you know everything's ready for harvest and so it's it's more of like the autumn colors that you've got versus the vibrant greens i love that oh yeah i love that because the color palette changes from season oh, to amazing. season i i get so the staff probably don't like it as much, but you know, hey, we gotta you know, these lines gotta be straight. The fencing's gotta face the right way, and just oh yeah, because no, you want right. to you want to set you're things exactly up for like you know, right. hey, let's make sure the fencing at the swim start faces out. Yes. So when you fly your drone and you're looking back to catch yes, for that swim start, exactly. you know the logos are facing front versus just like yeah. blank fencing. Yeah, you know, really. it's just that super attention to detail is amazing. Yeah, it's just really cool. Yeah, and I so, I love that. <clears throat> I love so, that. Like call pepper i mean the amazing thing to me is videoing people on on the run or the bike they spend a lot of time looking at at the scenery they oh, yeah. do they do, they do a lot of time because it's just intense it's, they're like oh my god this is the most beautiful bike course ever. i'm like i know i know that's why we're here i know really yeah. craig it's just yeah. astounding i mean i would suggest to anybody that needs to get outside of their head and, and or, or biking or running or something, whatever they're doing, you need to go to an event, go to a kinetic event and yeah. see the difference. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Let's what talk else? about collegiate racing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. There another whole level of, yeah. of triathlon. It's like... It's really cool. It's really cool. So uh, for, for your listeners who don't know... Uh, yeah triathlon is on the cusp of being an, an official NCAA sport. Yes, it's in the right, evaluation exactly. phase right now, it's, it's, which lasts for two years. We've been hosting collegiate waves and at, we've been hosting collegiate waves at our races for a number of years. Yeah. And then we've, we've hosted the national quad, the East coast national qualifier at Smith mountain Lake yes. for five or six years now. Yeah, wow. And that's a, that's a very unique event. Really? And then we get, we had the opportunity to work with Arizona State last year and yep. host the national championships out there in Tempe, and that was that was awesome to take the take the crew out and and do that. And really, just the the moment that stands out to me was seeing Abby Church come across the line in ninth place as a freshman racing for ETSU. Amazing. And she and her dad have been racing with us for probably a decade. 
wow. you know, and just to see that, see the evolution and see the success. It's, it, it's just, it's really awesome to, cause I, th- I feel like it's, it's going to be a good for the sport. Um, I got to take my daughter out there to, to work with me. And that, it was awesome for her to see people exactly. race at that, at that level. And exactly. uh, as a, as a dad, it was nice to you know, just curl power. Sure. You know? I mean, when, when you hear people, young women, uh, young men talk about their experience in college in a triathlete team or group, it's so positive. I mean, it's really yeah. incredible, really incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like any other sport. No, no. I, I, I don't know how they. I don't know how they string it all together. I mean, it's I just know, a really. lot of. It's just a lot of time, and yeah. uh, to, to to fully train at that level, you know, you got three disciplines, and you've probably got physical therapy and you know, great <clears throat> but, training. But you know, honestly, training. honestly, Greg played football. I mean, it's it's no more time than when you're doing another collegiate sport like basketball Fair. or football or women's softball it's yeah still yeah. training event training yeah super benefits yeah no i mean i, I love just supporting the the sport at that at that level and that it's, there's some unique things about this you know because they're all draft legal right they've got to exactly. be you know multi-loop closed course it's just it's exactly. it's a, it's a the nuances are slightly are, yeah. are slightly different, right. cool. you know. And I just I, I enjoy you know it. I really enjoyed going out to Arizona last year because it was it was just different, and just to support that. Yeah. That so event. the thing that the the thing the listeners need to know is is that USAT came to Greg and asked him to direct the event because of his background and experience. He's a skilled guy. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. I think everybody just you know when they would come to the East regional the eastern national qualifier like wow that that race always runs really smooth oh my like, gosh, well, yes. yeah like it's a race it's supposed to run smooth like your other races don't run smooth and like no I'm like oh <laughs> i know uh, really okay. i really really so if you're interested in triathlon kinetic multi-sports probably is your answer so yeah for you sure go to the website kineticmultisports.com look at that site it's really incredible you can check out all the events find your place yeah call we'd love greg, to have you call greg talk to him personally he'll make a recommendation yeah shoot me an email you know go to our website check it out yes. we've got a lot of different opportunities to race you know we're somewhere, somewhere different almost you know three weekends a month you know april through october exactly so. and there are all kinds of opportunities if, if if your budget doesn't allow to make arrangements to volunteer or yeah yeah, we've got a, uh, the ability to, you know, you help us set up or tear down. You can race for free. Yes, exactly. And, um, that's always a that's always a win. Yeah, cool. I don't know how far how how far wide ranging do you want this to go? <laughs> I mean, I, we can talk. You know, we can I talk can about. I go a long the, time. We can do it again. But yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't. What's your time frame? In I got I got another twenty minutes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's seven, well. I got I got ten minutes for twenty minutes. Sorry, to walk out the door. Um, well, I mean, the only other part is, like you said before, you think that God has directed you and this is your path, work in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really, I mean, I think that's amazing. Yeah. If you've got that down, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I <laughs> I question the sanity of it. <laughs> you know, just being on the road so much is, is, is a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But... Uh, you know, you just, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do to, to sure people. 
I'm like, well, if I if I could if I could make sure everybody was able to get paid on half as many weekends, maybe I would do half as many weekends. But I just you know I I, I, I can't. So we're you know we're on the road 21 weekends a year. Yes. And um, cool. Yeah. No, I mean I I, I could you know I, I worked in a lab for five years. It was my first career. I worked as a medicinal chemist, so like you think of like the mad scientist in a lab coat mixing mixing things, and I'd you know <laughs> go to the library and you know research reactions, and I you know I I enjoyed that. But and my my first job was Research Triangle Institute, and I was a I was a synthesizing cannabinoid you know uh, analogs, and that was that was neat. So I was working in the marijuana industry before it was cool, and then my second job as a chemist, I was working in a lab that spun out of RJR tobacco. Yeah. And so I would literally go into the RJR tobacco building and we had a, we had a, a section of lab space that was dedicated to this, to this company that was spun out of RJR tobacco's nicotine research wing. And so we were doing nicotine analogs for Alzheimer's and schizophrenia wow, and you know, depression, gosh. which is, it was awesome. And I remember one of the interview questions they had was, you know, hey, how do you feel about working in an industry that's so closely associated with the tobacco industry. And I was like, well, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. And I was like, I think that the science is sound. And I was like, it's not the molecule, it's not the nicotine that sucks, it's the delivery device. That's, you know, it's the, the combustion is what causes all the, yeah, you know, sure. the, 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 the cancers and things like that. You know, the molecule itself, you know, you know, people that are schizophrenic or depressed, you know, there were some statistics, like, you know, almost like 100% of like schizomanic depressives would smoke, you know, back in the day. And it was just because it was a way to kind of mellow out the, the, yeah. the mood swings. Wow, yes. And so, um, you know, I, I was, I'm glad I did that, you know, because sometimes it takes doing things and, you know, sticking them out and figuring out what you don't enjoy and figuring out what you don't want to do that also makes when you when you finally land on a place that it helps you figure out where you want to go you you know because not everybody knows like hey this oh this is what i want to do because like dude like when you're coming out of high school or college like you you don't know very few people i mean a lot of people they don't have that like bright shining star that they're they're going that they're going for and then sometimes i think people realize like that, that hey that 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 shiny object i'm going towards that's that's the wrong that's the wrong thing exactly that, I, that right. I'm going for. I've had I've had probably five or six careers. So yeah, and it's great. And I think it's great. Absolutely, really, it's great. absolutely. I know you've told me you know, you worked at Wang. And oh my gosh, you've, you've a lot been of jobs. Hanging out of a helicopter, you know, yes. doing videography. All like, that's kinds so of cool. stuff, really. Yeah, just a lot. It's like the most interesting man in the world, like the you know the Dosakis guy. <laughs> the Dosakis. I was just talking to Tom about that. I said, Tom, we're talking, we're being so sophisticated here. His wife, his daughter, his son are sitting yeah. here. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, Tom, we're so mature now, but this is not always the way it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. But yeah, really, no, really great. Yeah. No, it's uh. It's you know I'm I'm very blessed to to be in the the, the particular time and place where that I'm that I'm at. You are and, uh, great. You I are. don't I don't get to train as much as I would as I would like, but that's probably more because I've just gotten a little bit lazy. Yeah, well, <laughs> it goes in cycles. <laughs> so, no, it's really cool. Well, see, it's a pleasure. Really, it's been a pleasure for me. I'm glad. People ask me. People ask me, Brian, why? You know, since my wife died, you know, why? Why are you keeping on going the triathlon thing? I said, 
oh my gosh i just i love it yeah and my friends are there and i can go and do things i really love doing you know yeah so yeah it's great that's awesome no i'm, really. I'm glad no, i'm glad, really. I'm glad you're, really. you're part of our, our merry oh band my gosh of misfits. i'm like so okay i'm getting up there in age and i feel it and it takes me longer to recover yeah <laughs> but yeah but it's great it's great <laughs> wait it gets worse <laughs> I mean, you're what, 66, 67? 67. No, I'm a little older than that. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Greg, I didn't, I didn't start doing triathlons until I was 69. You're kidding. 69 years if old. If I knew that, I had forgotten that. I had no, no idea. I, you know, we moved down here to be closer to the grandkids, and the first thing my youngest daughter talked me into was doing a triathlon. And I was running all the time, biking. Mm-hmm. And really excessively. She said, oh, Dad, you love it. She said, but, you know, you're going to have to swim. I said, no, I don't want to do that. I, I, I got out of the Navy. I never wanted to get in the water again. Right. <laughs> so I said, I will never get in the water again. But it, it worked out. Yeah. It's And it's been great. It's been great. So I've done tries with... Both my daughters. Uh-huh. Here. Yep. Right yep. here. I remember. Here. I remember. For a lot of years. My grandchildren, Josiah. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Just amazing. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. I remember you and Josiah being on the end of ADOC, pulling people <laughs> out of the water that one year. I know. We would, we, would, yeah. we would volunteer for the Olympic and race for the sprint. And, oh, my gosh, it's great. Just amazing. See, yeah. it's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Just it's amazing. it's so it's it's fun, and you know you, you meet such cool, amazing cool people. people. And, oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. amazing, super. I mean, they're they're <clears throat> trying to be fit. They're, they they we would they would probably have the same kind of conversation mm-hmm. about their life and the sport, mm-hmm. and I know they would. So it's, it's kind of amazing to to talk to them, see them. At all the races. Yeah, oh, I Chat know. With them. That's how I tell you. It's like it's like Cheers with spandex. Like you're like, oh, hey, how you doing? You know, people are comparing injuries. You know, before oh, the race, know, after really? the race, exactly. and, you know, telling lies, exactly. and exactly. you know, and it's just such a it's such a wonderful, wonderful positive experience. Oh, it really is. You know? it really is. It's, and, it's an event, and it's not. You know, it's just not. It's not a game. It's not a sport that you go to observe. Yeah. I mean, you you talked about when you first did it, you got hooked. You know, you, yeah. you swallowed the oh, Kool Aid, yeah. and yeah. the same thing 100%. happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> you you can't help but want to be a part of something like that. It's very cool. Yeah, have you interviewed Ken yet? Ken Berger. No. You should. Of course. You and really, I, I, you really need to. I know. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So I've talked to Ken about it. Then I'm. You know, then yeah. I want to do that. I mean, I, he's a cool guy. Oh my Ken, gosh. Ken's like the other most interesting man in the world. Yeah. You know. You know Amazing I, I think, guy. I think. I think the Dosakis guy was modeled after Ken Berger. <laughs> um, you know, I, I met I, I met Ken at the Marine Corps Marathon one year because back oh, when, when I first started, oh gosh, it was like 2005, 2006. I knew. Doug Morocco. Yeah. He was telling me about some. There were very few like educational opportunities for race directors, and the Marine Corps Marathon had a like behind the scenes of the Marine Corps Marathon, like a one day class, you oh, know, no like kidding. logistics. Wow. And this is this is how we do this. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to that. You know, I knew Doug from just years of sure. racing and stuff like sure. that. So I ended up doing that. 
and then the next day you got like a VIP pass the Marine Corps Marathon which was which was great you know we're up on the the starting dais platform and there's Ken and there's Ken announcing and you know I was like wow this guy just like rocked and like launched like 35,000 athletes or something like that and and then we uh, we had to walk down to the the, the finish line caught up next to him and helped him carry his stuff and we started chatting I was like you know hey da 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 you know I'm doing triathlons and you should come and oh my gosh you know consider you know announcing and you know yeah that was it and he's become just a fixture of the races and bringing in his crew when when I first started racing I thought this guy this guy is incredible. Oh, yeah. So, oh. announcing for limits, his career and his background is really, really Oh, amazing. yeah. I mean, so, retired retired Marine pilot. Yes, I mean, yes. just... Amazing. Yeah. I, I was, it was funny. I was talking about him to some folks from Team Z earlier. Uh, I was like, you know, it's like he speaks like five or six languages. I was I like, know, some, some of them really well. Some of them, like, you know, just, you know, some, some sure, phrases. Sure. And, you know, from his time, you know, announcing the Olympics and yeah. wrestling and just getting, you know, he's, he's like, he's got to, he's got to learn how to pronounce all these, the various names from Amazing. all around the world and Amazing. trying to, you know, trying to make everybody feel welcome. And I was, I was relaying the story about one time where he, uh, I guess he's, he was speaking Japanese to someone, uh, <laughs> some folks got offended Yeah, and I'm right. just like, you know, I'm sorry that you were offended, oh but pound sand. Yeah. Like honestly, because he's he's, I'm sorry you took that the wrong way, but he's just trying to make you feel welcome. Exactly. Like he'll, you know, Raphael, like you know, hey Raphael, and like exactly. you know, yes. outcomes like yes. you know, three minutes of Spanish. Yes. Like oh hey yeah that's awesome. And like he's just dude, like he's just connecting with people because he's like, he, that's connect. what he does. That's he he connects he people and he he just Amazing does a great guy. job. So I I. Did a lot of events and they might really get impressed with the guy. But 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 the most impressive thing is he's when my wife was sick, he would call me mm-hmm. every week. Wow. To see how I was doing. And I was like, Wow. I mean that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Pretty amazing guy. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Heart of gold, man. Oh he really, does. really. Really. Yeah. Really, I mean, he's really super professional. Mm-hmm. So I mean if you haven't been to a Connecticut event, you need to come just to hear Ken announce he's yeah. so good and, and you know the thing that impresses me about ken is the uh always seeking out additional talent yes. to just like yes. like rotate through the races and he's he's launched a number of announcing careers oh you know has. jill blankenberg yes brought her in to start announcing and now she's working for iron man yes you know mishanda miles brought Michanda. her in she announced those fears and announcing for iron man and <laughs> they, they reached out to me for a reference I'm like, she's amazing but like yeah, i'm pissed because we're yeah, like dude like <laughs> we're not the minor leagues for like <laughs> iron man announcers but yeah. I guess we are like, you know, okay. But that's, you know, but that's Ken. He's just bringing, he just, yeah, he's really, bringing really people good. up. No, and, it's really uh, good. It's really you know, good. I, I think about that and I'm like, all right, well, should I be doing that? Like, should I be doing more of that? Like I've always been, I've always been very leery of bringing up additional people and like, Oh, well, uh, they're just going to go out and like start a race. And like, it's going to cut into our, you know, numbers or they're going to like start a competing company and just at some point it's like, well, so wow it's it's always you know it's there's always this offensive defensive mindset but if you look at it as from like just a 
a growth yes. mindset. Like, yes. hey, there's enough, exactly there's right. enough for everybody. Exactly. But people really should go find their own race sites. I'm just yes. saying. No. <laughs> so do you want to talk about that? No. No, no, we shouldn't no. talk about that because that's because no. I the only positive uh, things. Oh my, yeah, it's only think of the good things. So I'm just very grateful that I'm, I, have the, really? I have the I have the ability and the gift and the drive to to find new new venues and yes, really. You know, really. I mean, think about the Poconos coming up next oh next weekend. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Going up there. And, you know, growing up in Pennsylvania and it's three yeah, hours, sure. I mean, like, you know, the CVB reached out like, hey, we want to bring a triathlon back. I was like, well, let's let's find it and just driving around for days, days trying to find a, a flat ish bike course. You know, it's like, dude, that place literally is the graveyard of triathlons. I, I mean, know, really. there's so many organizations have been been through there. But uh, this the you know, the high schools. So it's, it's a world class that's amazing venue. I, I mean, I've never been so far. There, the, the the river run, the eight hill, eight mile downhill following the river. Oh yeah, that is like yes. so intensely beautiful. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. But then the turn over the bridge. Oh, that's gone. <laughs> that's gone. I know. I know. Yeah. You told me yeah. That. Oh yeah. I can't. I can't wait. I, I feel like it's a brand new race. Oh my gosh, that'll be so much fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it really is a. It really is a beautiful venue. That's there. That's really incredible. <laughs> I saw. <clears throat> I think it's my first meeting. I was up there, and I was driving around after dinner, getting back to the hotel, and I saw this big ass black bear, like in somebody's garbage, and like I just saw him in my headlights, and I was like, it just like, boom, up a tree, and I was like, did that? Did that just happen? <laughs> and so of course I'm like, well, I'm gonna. Well, let me go turn. Let me turn around and go check that back out. It's <laughs> turn around. It's, I mean, you know, by the time I turn around, come back, he's back in this guy's garbage can, and oh you know, I gosh. get close, and I'm like, ah, it's a black bear, and he just looks at me, and then he just runs off, and then like, I, I was amazed how fast that big burly bear can just like climb up a tree. I'm like, yeah, a tree is not going to climbing a tree is not going to save you from no, a bear. No, no. <laughs> I mean, the other, the other kind of epic, cool story about how much time I got two more minutes. Okay. Let's, let's yeah. close it up. I don't want to bring up another subject, which would be, uh, no, we got two minutes, man. We can do Deep it. Creek Lake. Oh, Savage Man. Yeah. Savage Man. Yeah. I mean, I was so hooked on that event be- before I started working for you that I was like, just got locked into wanting to do that and being able yeah. to do it. It's like Great so event. amazing. Oh, beautiful. Just but absolutely. a classic story of triathlon events. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's definitely, I was I was glad to be a part of it for the time we were yeah. We were there. Everybody everybody loves it. Everybody's going to do that race next year. I know, next year. I want to do I'm it next year. It's on my year. bucket list. It's on my bucket list. I'm like, well, you know, if people don't actually do it this year, <laughs> it's not going to make it. You know, it started in 2007, and yes. it was uniquely positioned for those initial years where there, yes. there was not as much 70.3 saturation. Right. You know, Kyle, 70.3 or the, you know, the long distance... Yeah, the, the half Tri- iron distance. The half iron distance triathlons for yeah. your listeners. It's sprint, Olympic, half iron. And yeah, 
yeah and it was just you know it was it was a i mean just a, a wonderful course i mean the riding out there is just world class so, yeah and you need to be able to say hard yeah 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 <laughs> at mile 19 there was a, a 33 percent climb for a couple hundred yards and if you made it to the top <laughs> if you made it to the top without unclipping or falling off your bike you got a brick in the wall which was awesome yeah but then that 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 initial quarter mile punch in the teeth was uh just the beginning of like a seven mile climb up over the eastern continental divide and just people were just getting they would just get shelled oh my gosh uh, it was no cell phone service out there so you had to have you know oh my gosh you know just ems and ham radio guys and it was just a a lot of production and just a couple of magazines triathlon magazine and voted that one you're the most difficult triathlon in the world yeah so yeah. and it was I mean, yeah I, at the time it definitely was yeah. i think yeah so really really amazing yeah brian this has been awesome i i, I hope we can do this again sometime yes really we jump out and give a pre-race brief good 